0: I'm Teresa Stager from the Principal PLN Podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Welcome to the Ditch That Textbook Podcast, a daily show to equip, inform, and inspire educators to teach with less reliance on the textbook through technology, creativity, and innovation. I'm your host, Matt Miller. Let's get started. This is episode 154 of the Ditch That Textbook podcast, a member of the Education Podcast Network, coming to you today from New Jersey. I am in Swedesboro Woolwich Township at the Swedesboro Woolwich School District here in New Jersey, which is about 30 minutes outside of uh, Philadelphia. And so I was chatting today with Maria Sohn, um, who is sitting right here next to me. Um, She teaches technology and STEM at what are the schools again?
1: Stratton School and the Walter Hill School.
0: Stratton School and the Walter Hill School here in Swedesboro Woolwich School District. And we were talking about templates, you know, the kinds of things that... Um, we create a template that we can share out with our students. Um, you know, a lot of times I do them with Google Slides, or you know, you could do it with Docs or whatever. Share them out with Google Classroom. And uh, Maria and I were talking about those and some, some cool things that we can do with them. So um, before we get into some of the stuff we talked about, um, Maria, can you tell everybody real quick what some of the things you do with uh, what are some of the things you do with templates with your students?
1: Some of the things I do with templates are um, creating places where students can put their information and ideas. My kids are very young. Mm -hmm. So they don't understand exactly where to place information. So I use the templates for that reason. Also for uh, math and trying to problem solve. Yeah, nice.
0: Okay, very good. And so we were talking about how you can push out a template to a student by creating it in, you know, like Google Slides I think is our favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, You create a Google Slides template that they can use and then you assign it through Google Classroom by attaching it to the assignment and choosing to... um, Um, make a copy for each student. And so the student gets that that template. And um, Maria, you've run into an issue, especially with your younger students that they have. And I, I really like the way that you solved that. So what is? The, tell everybody what that issue is.
1: When the students are using the template, sometimes they feel that they have made mistakes, too many mistakes. And the younger kids don't really get the idea of going back and restoring a previous version. Oh, yeah. So initially, when they get their template, I teach them how to create a copy of that slide so that they always have one to go back to as an original. Yeah. So if they mess it up or they feel like they mess it up, mm-hmm. they can always fix it
0: yeah so that and I thought that was so cool like basically you just make a copy of that slide and then it's like the original version is already preserved so if they want to take this one and try to go back and fix it then they've got this other slide and they can go and they can kind of work with that and do you ever have students who do that multiple times before they turn something in
1: Yes, and what I like about some of the kids will find that they can go back to a previous version and look at it and see their mistakes and learn from them. So they're actually compounding their learning from the original uh, task to revising and editing their work. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's so cool. So you can make um, make the copy of the slide and then... Try to make changes to it, but you've still got that other one that's preserved that um, has all the original work on it. You can use the version history. And so you click on the version history, and you can revert back to a previous version of it to change it back. Um, I guess there's also the undo button, too. Do you ever have students use the undo button, and do you like this in certain instances more than the undo button?
1: Um, Yes. They don't like the undo button. I think some of them get frustrated with it. Oh, yeah because when they are um using the undo it's not going fast enough for them and then when a lot of students are using the same access point it kind of slows it down yeah so they aren't happy with that
0: oh yeah so it's not like super responsive and they can't make the changes like quite as fast i guess if they make like one little mistake they could always go back and fix it with undo right
1: yes sometimes they're trying to go back 10 15 right mistakes back so yeah. that's where it gets confusing
0: yeah absolutely totally totally love that um all right very good so those are a couple of ideas um that that you can go check out if people want to find you like ask you questions or something like that do you have like a twitter handle or something you can share it is
1: um at s-o-h-n, S-O-H-N underscore maria m-a-r-i-a mm-hmm. perfect
0: all right very good this has been great thank you so much thank you Thanks for listening to the Ditch That Textbook podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love it, be sure to leave a review and rating on iTunes to help others find a show. Thanks for listening and happy ditching.